Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Daisy Khan, the author of my memoir, Born with Wings. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, the word would be enthralling. What planted the seed for this book was literally when I was a little girl and my father gave me a pair of boxing gloves and he taught me how to defend myself. I was the third of three daughters and this is the world I came into. And you'll hear all about my boxing glove story in the audiobook. I wrote my book because I have learned from past history that it's not productive for us to remain silent, compromise our values, and our self-worth. So from my own work around the world, I have seen devastating consequences globally and locally, which proves to me that the status quo is counterproductive. We need to make ourselves visible, to define ourselves on our own terms, to write our own script, and to tell our own story. And women have been at the forefront of every movement, the abolitionist movement, the right-to-vote movement, childcare movement, and now equal pay movement. And today, we're demanding our right to dignity. So, I wrote this book because women's activism has taken on a whole new significance. And this book is about what one woman can do. When you are placed in a situation where you need to act, and you have to decide whether you're going to just observe or participate. And when you connect with the movement, you realize you're not alone, that there is a sisterhood out there to support you. Although I was inspired by men in my family, there was always women present. Their side inevitably received far less focus. And these women were taking concrete steps, singularly and in multitudes, and established a legacy of peace for future generations. And when I see the passion and bravery of women like Jamila in Afghanistan and the energy and commitment of young visionaries like Sarah in London and Elise in New York and Shireen in Copenhagen, I see a new kind of partnership. I see the future of faith. If for too long we women have not been permitted at the table, we are now creating our own. It is a table of love, not a tall fence of hate. Narrating my audiobook was most enthralling because I felt like I was watching my life from afar by reliving details of the past and enlivening those people who had shaped my life. It was harder than I expected. Although my story is about my discovery of who I was and how I was born with wings, yet sitting in an enclosed six-by-eight sound booth for six hours, I felt my wings were clipped. I had to sit still in one position and orchestrate a precise coordination of two senses— reading and reciting, seeing and saying. When I was in recitation mode, I felt like a poet. When I was replaying a dialogue, I felt like an actress. And when I was relaying tales of other characters, I became a storyteller. And then there were many embarrassing moments when you recognize you have no control of your body, which produces fascinating sounds, like stomach gurgles, dry mouth, sound of a twisted parched tongue bleary eyes, which make you skip over words. Even a pin drop will be picked up by the microphone. I realized I had trouble pronouncing hydrangea and bethrowed. English was not my mother tongue, but it never occurred to me that I was not fluent in English. I felt like Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady when she says, the rhine in spine falls mindly in the pline, and she is beleaguered by Henry Higgins, 
who says, look at her, a prisoner of the gutters, condemned by every syllable she utters, by right she should be taken out and hung for the cold-blooded murder of the English tongue. Just when I thought I was murdering the English tongue, George Bush came to my rescue. He was born in America. English was his mother tongue, and he could not pronounce nuclear. I realize being human means that once in a while we will stumble on a word, a tongue twister. I'm excited about sharing my journey of self-discovery with my readers. This entails inviting them into my life, creating an imaginary experience for them of different cultures and beliefs, and transporting them to scenes of faraway places set in different eras. I also get to share my interactions with other women around the world, of how they turn situations full of distress, danger, and transform them into hope and triumph. I want the readers to be left with such a deep impression that they will share these stories with others. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Oprah. She learned the importance of play acting early in her childhood. For many years, I was a tomboy, and at one time, I wore my father's trench coat to command respect. When Oprah acted up, her mother sent her off to be with her father for her protection. When there was no future for me in Kashmir, I was shipped off 8,000 miles away to become something. She had a supportive father who taught her self-discipline. My father empowered me by dangling a pair of boxing gloves in front of me. She has defied all odds by shattering the stereotypes that African-American women can assume a prominent leadership role. In my own humble way, I have assumed leadership in a community which is seen as being oppressive to women. Finally, I see in her a kindred spirit. As a spiritual seeker, she has touched so many people's lives. Both of us believe that education is a path to realizing our own potential. She supports charities, and I empower women by doing charitable works. I have two favorite library stories. First is God, who authored published, and distributed the books called scriptures, the Torah, the Bible, the Psalms of David, the Evangel. Just as he was revealing the Quran, he told Prophet Muhammad to read in the name of thy Lord, who has created all that exists. He has taught man that which he did not know. My second influencer is my husband, whose personal library has close to 5,000 books in it. Our house is teeming with books, And when I ask him a question, he just directs me to that shelf and this concordance or that Juris Primer. I don't listen to audiobooks because I still like reading books the old-fashioned way. But after having gone through the audio recording of my own book, I'm now inclined to listen to other audiobooks because the voice expresses the personality of the author. It makes a character come alive and conveys the sentiment of a scene. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.